Ratio. Ha-ha! What is the ratio, yeah, you ask? Tell me. Tell us the D. It's a really dumb internet thing, but uh, essentially I made a joke on uh, Twitter last night uh, over some, something just dumb and annoying, and I woke <laughs> up to find and I, that I got a lot of likes for it, surprisingly, oh. because it's uh, way down in a thread. And what a ratio means is when someone says something, like, uh, let's say Spencer says, I like hamburgers, and then someone uh-huh. replies, nah, hamburgers are dumb, and it gets five likes, and then I reply, nah, you're dumb, check out this ratio, and I get ten likes. Yeah. So there are three parties involved, the original poster, the sure. OP, the snarky commenter, and then the extra snarky commenter that then ratios the person. So you're basically getting more likes than the person with the hotter, dumber take. Correct. And that's exactly what I did. Uh, yesterday, there was, <laughs> amongst all the World Cup stuff, I was kind of prepping for my sports show last night and wanted to, to start with all the the controversy in Qatar. And a, a guy in the media was like, I took a picture of a wall of this media slogan in our area, and security told me immediately to take it down. It was very weird. I was caught off guard, blah, 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 blah. And then some dude that's like, a wannabe know-it-all just throws in a comment <laughs> and it was uh, oh, those dudes try taking photos inside a bank or an IRS office or a post office or a polling place or any government building in which access is restricted so he's like taking the side of whatever and it's just like unnecessary because again right. I don't want to get bogged down in the details dude but just, it re- dude just came to this conversation wanted to argue I guess Precisely. Uh, and then so I dropped this reply, and I'm happy because, one, it uh, it popped. Two, it just came in my head right away, and I didn't have to spend a lot of time on it. Because sometimes you get too crafty, it goes away. So I said, or try taking photos inside a car, or a house, or with a mouse, or on a boat, or with a goat, or in the rain, nice. or in a box, or with a fox, or here or there. Try yep. taking them anywhere. You seuss them. I docked your system <laughs> and got the ratio. So what's the ratio look like? 20 likes to versus 8? 79. Woo! 10 to his over. 25. 79 <laughs> to his 25. So that's what we call... Oh, ratio. Uh, very clear. Yeah. Very clear winner here. Uh, yeah. A lot more hot stuff coming up today. We're going to do a draft. Sorry, not draft. The Morning X does that. We're going to do a recruitment. Uh, we're going to solve yeah. the problems of Taylor Swift and Ticketmaster, maybe even fight over it. And I have a chance for you to get involved with my Lego zaniness. Yeah, that's right. How you, so? me, oh, Legos, man. let's do it. You got it's me all coming in. up on the CJ Morgan Show. We might get another Grover Cleveland. Yes, today is the greatest because we know history could possibly be made right here. Next, the year after next in the United States of America, where we could potentially have another president serve two non consecutive terms. Wow. The first time that ever happened was with Grover Cleveland, who is the 22nd and 24th United States president. Uh, a bit of a turbulent time back then, a little bit after the. Uh, you know, the Civil War, small little tiny thing that yeah. we, we had happen, reconstruction, yeah. a lot of stuff going on. But now there's a chance we might have another president yeah. serve two non-consecutive terms because yesterday uh, Donald Trump, former president, announced that he is going to be running again. Oh, yeah. Congratulations. Uh, we, all on saw it. we all saw it coming. The yeah, exciting yeah. party. But the announcement, the the paperwork filing, all that is uh, official. Uh, but the reason I bring this in here is not because I want to be political, pro, or anti-Trump, or any sort of thing like that, uh, but because I'm excited about a video that was made when some pranksters infiltrated his speech, and it's absolutely hilarious Did because these dudes have been doing a lot of weird, funny, fun things. Okay. Uh, one time during Herschel Walker's like a rally, a guy <laughs> brought a bunch of condoms okay, to it's, him. Okay, it's those so, guys. All right. Uh, it's a couple of guys called the Good Liars. Spencer, if you want to wiggle over here, you I can see the video. I would love to. Uh, so what they did is they cleverly disguised themselves and blended amongst the uh, the audience of uh, of different Trump participants and Mar-a-Lago okay. staff and all that. Okay. Their disguise is pretty good. Do you know what it is? Not yet. No. It's a red hat. 
Oh, yeah. That's uh, easy. But yeah, here you go. Yeah, this yeah. is Donald Trump speaking yesterday at Mar-a-Lago. And I know it's going to sound weird, like the audio's edited, but it's it's not. It's just they're recording themselves, so it's much louder. Here you go, uh, interrupting our uh, president's speech. Hopefully someday go back to their homes. This is boring. boring. We're boring. Tell some jokes. This is something. Entertain this is, us. This is boring. Come on. So very important. We're very bored. This is. Are you serious? This is boring. This is boring. We came here to be entertained. This is boring. I'm so bored. You, but this is really boring. Donald, you're boring. 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 Uh, so absolutely love it. They, what the hell, man? So they had uh, the How two rude. the two main guys from the Good Liars planted within the crowd, and then they had a couple of uh, hidden guys with hidden cameras uh, around there as well, and they just had to capture that. So I just wanted to share that with you because sometimes, no matter who your Thanks. political candidate or affiliation is, it's fun to make fun of these people because oh, yeah. they're not you. They're rich. They're powerful. Let's make fun of them just a little bit. It's okay to poke some fun at these people, and you can do that at the CJ Morgan if you want to watch the video, at the Good Liars if you want to follow these merry political pranksters. I'm going viral in Europe or something like that. And now it's time for Emily's social cues. Emily, you're famous on the internet. Uh, a task I've been trying forever, and today was my breakthrough. I don't know if you heard earlier, but uh, <laughs> I, I, not. I ratioed someone on Twitter well, accidentally. I don't, I don't think I know what ratio. What does that mean? Yeah, just listen back to the podcast. Okay, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll, listen, I'll listen back to the podcast. So you've achieved it. internet fame. Why are you still doing radio? Um. Well, I'm not like that famous. It's just <laughs> I've gotten I've gotten to the point yeah. where my notifications are just annoying. Yes. You know that okay. sounds like a very okay. privileged thing to. I know, right? Like, oh, I just keep getting so many notifications on my post, and it's just so obnoxious. But (laughs) basically, I I took this video on Halloween. I was, if you haven't checked it out on 101X, uh, I was Spider-Man for Halloween, and I decided to. And, and that started because you did the uh, you did the jump off the, the jump the off edge. the building. You, <laughs> I did not just not jump that. off a but building. But you went over the edge for yes. uh, charity where you climbed down the W and <laughs> yes. like Spider Man, perfect costume for that. Yeah, obviously. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it was it was just a cheap little thing I bought on Amazon. Doesn't really matter. But I decided to take a video. I have a cosplay Instagram, and I don't ever post content. And I feel like once a year, every Halloween, I'm like, oh, this is an excuse for me to <laughs> perfect post time something. to keep it going. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I made this video. Um, it's to the. It's a, a trend. It's to the song "Them Changes" by Thundercat, like a sped up version. And the trend is you start off with the camera facing in front of you and you just sing half of the words and then you look down and now the camera's below you. And then when you look up again, you've Jump changed. Jump cut, you're in your outfit. Yeah, yeah, you change it to an outfit. So it's something really simple. It's kind of stupid, um, but I, I just did it, put it up there. I was like, there you go. Enjoy my content, you people who enjoy my uh, cosplay stuff. And I forgot about it. But now I keep getting notifications and looking at my uh, insights, which just mean that you can, you know, see your how many statistics, people, how many likes, how many yeah. views. Uh, it looks like. Uh, Dude, you have 900 likes on this. I have 906 is, is, likes. Is that out of range for this? Um, for like my normal content? Yes. Yeah. Um, but it, <laughs> it has reached about uh 12,832 12, plays. Wow. So that's crazy. And the wildest part is every single time that I click on somebody that has liked it, they always seem to be not from America. <laughs> so I think it's all people. For, this one, this girl, she is 14. That's kind of weird. Uh, but <laughs> she says that she's from France. Let's see. I'm going to click on another one. Uh, this one is from Spain. This person is from, Sw- they have the Swedish flag. Like, I don't know what it is. America huh. slept on my video. I know. They, yeah. <laughs> they didn't uh, like the Spider-Man, but overseas. Overseas. <laughs> I'm, I'm becoming a You're I'm in the multiverse. Popular. We need, we need to get you in that. Yeah. You're right. I, I am becoming a, a popular multiverse character. Spider-Am. <laughs> Spider-Am. So it feels, it feels weird. I don't know what to do about it. Like, I don't know if I should 
post more. Like I, I it's weird because with reels, well, because then yeah, you post more and then nothing and happens, then nothing happens. And it's yeah. like, people oh don't wow, like I me. thought I had a bump right there. Yeah, because previously this is something when I was a social media manager, I do is you would it, it, the term is in television and uh, it's called tent polling and hammocking. And what yeah. that means is if you have two new TV shows, you put Seinfeld between them and it lifts the ratings of those two. Hammocking, you have a new show and you put Seinfeld and Friends mm-hmm. uh, on either side. So in social media, I noticed if you posted something on Facebook that went really well, the post before and after would also get tossed up. Doesn't work that way anymore. So it is disappointing <laughs> yeah. when you have something that's a hit. Yeah. Yeah. Also disappointing when it's overseas. Yeah. Which again, I've had happen. I've shot yeah. videos for our radio station where oh, yeah. we're getting <laughs> millions of views for our X sessions. And I'm like, this is cool. This and I click awesome. and look at it. And it's like, Oh, they're all from Brazil and Portugal. They're never going oh, to Great yeah. Portuguese-speaking people love the offspring, but does yeah. zero for radio. I well, know. So radio's still cool over there, too, apparently. So. <laughs> right? Yeah, they still listen to the radio here. Thank yeah, you. like I had this one dude, Bernardo, uh, comment saying, amazing, saludos from Brazil. Which means, hello from Brazil. Yeah, it says uh, greetings. Yes, yes, yes. Good job. Salutations. <laughs> but then I clicked on his profile, and he wasn't even following me. He just like... Commented on my post, liked my post, you know and what? wasn't even following me. You brought up something important. Um, if you like someone's content and you do, they do that, follow them. Yeah. I did the same with that guy that was eating the chicken. Uh, oh, the, <laughs> oh, the rotisserie, 40, 40 days. Yeah, the Jeez. 40 days of rotisserie. Uh, no one was following him, but his like all of his tweets were popping. I'm like, this guy's entertaining. I'm going to follow him. So, you know yeah. what? Give Emily a follow on all her social media. Oh, sure. Let's, let's At give it a CJ plug. Morgan. That's where you can yes, follow him. Yes, yes. <laughs> Kids want to see themselves in books. I always wanted to see myself in the mirror. Cute kid I was. It's CEO. It's Matt. And I'm CJ, but hey, you're doing the parent pickup, not me. Well, you can do it too if you want to. I've never been one to like fight you on stuff okay, like well, this. Okay, uh, well, I'm a puppy dog parent, and I just want to remind you if it's rainy out there, sometimes it's easier just to take the extra time to wipe their paws before coming in than having to clean your floors and other things later God, on. I cannot wait for you to have kids. Oh, I cannot man. wait for you to have kids. It's be a nightmare. <laughs> uh, a new study has been conducted by one poll, and uh, they have found that. Uh, Kids love seeing characters that they feel kind of represent them. That's why it's been a great thing that you're starting to see more and more different kinds of characters, different skin tones, yeah, different religious backgrounds, different hair colors. Even in, in the Empire and Star Wars, absolutely. Yeah. You're having a lot of characters, actors play different characters that traditionally were just played by white males. Sure. Well, and then there's the representation we think of as how we physically look, but also... Emotionally, and it's great because people continue to write deeper, more developed, or different characters. Characters I mean, that are on the spectrum, characters that sure. have depressed. Yeah, Forever, yeah, you get a lot more of a range. We would just see the same kind of books, which was uh, Dick and Jane, right? It was a boy, oh, it was a girl, they were kind of all America, and that's, that's what you saw. And whether you saw yourself in that or not, that's what you got. But kids are happier, and kids are more apt to read. When there are books where they can feel more, and it makes sense. Think about the movies that you watch, like uh, James Bond. CJ sees himself as a very handsome, debonair, fit, trim, undercover agent for the UK. (laughs) MI6, baby. Yeah. Yeah. That's me. Absolutely, you are. You have a license to kill? I'm Sean Connery Bond, too, and if a woman gets a little little uppity, you just give her a smack. <laughs> he really said that in an he interview. He did, the Barbara yeah. Walters, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was just a good, good smack. Oh, good. She was kind of uppity, too. A little. So, the thing is, is that we understand that. We just had, like, the Texas Book Fair. There were so many new authors there. All of this is really good. Um, there is one issue on the horizon. Uh-oh. And it is happening not just here in right Texas. Right wing nationalism in Italy, Brazil, it's sweeping Europe and our country too. You're kind of making a joke, but uh, the major a majority of Americans, a slight majority, but a, nonetheless a majority, say they do not believe young kids should read or learn LGBTQ themes in school. Is it and, because they think that'll affect their mindset and make uh, them? I'm not. That is a whole for a whole another parent yeah, pickup. I thought it was the water that made frogs gay. Yeah, right. Well, that's right. what Alex Jones said, or witchcraft, or something equally exactly. As reasonable. Yeah. yeah, but 
down to the actual point of how it affects us all. You know, my wife grew up in a household with two moms. Uh, she's turned out wonderfully. She's a fantastic mom and a successful member of the community. Only mistake marrying you. Well, that <laughs> is true, and that could be held against her. So, um, but why I bring it up is, look, the easy fix, there's going to be a fight there, I think, at the gates for a long time. But the easy fix and the reminder is, hey, kids love seeing stories where they can be represented. And there are a lot of people coming out saying, hey... For the time being, it's going to be pretty important for parents. And I think parents who, if the parents themselves are LGBTQ, they can buy books explaining the relationship to their own child. Sure. The problem comes about where sometimes if you're new to this, maybe this is your first foray into that world. You have a child that you suspect. If I could encourage you, and this isn't really a show to tell people how to live their lives, but maybe suggesting things you could do. Maybe it can be scary zone for some parents, but uh, your kid in the long run is going to be much happier if they have books in their house where they can see representations of themselves. And you shouldn't probably fear, as and I'm talking probably to a minority of uh, parents out there in the Austin area, Yeah. but it's important. If your kids are asking for these books, it's probably important to get to those get books. Them, yeah. Yeah. It's going uh, to make, in yeah. the long run, it's going to make parenting easier for you. I agree. Sorry, I am just got a message. I'm actually a good parent because I... Uh, dealing with the dog kids right now. I just got a text from my fiance. Uh-oh. I got to run home real quick. Um, apparently, Pickle just ran pee out of the blanket shack. Oh, no. So, disciplining the two. Ugh. Always how fighting, you, right? How do you deal with that? Uh, yeah, thanks for all that crap, Matt, but I got real stuff to deal with. He's already stalking you. Stalk back at the CJ Morgan Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. 101X. It's National Fast Food Day. What's the best? We're about to find out, and you. You can too. You look I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. CJ. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. The man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. CJ is fat! We're going to play a little game. Huh. Emily's joining us for CJ's Fat because Yay, we're yeah. gearing up for a big segment next. But first, we're going to have a little bit of fun. Uh, and today, we are going to... Uh, recruit our top four fast food franchises. Oh. Okay. This is not the draft. draft that the Morning X does, okay? Uh-huh. Am I doing this because Jason Dick's sticking out of town and I've had to do extra work today? Yeah. Maybe. Uh, I do love the draft that y'all do, but this is not that. It's a recruitment. Okay. So, Like for war? Yes. Uh, <laughs> no, it's oh, recruiting. So for movie night. We're recruiting four fast food places. It's going to be a snake draft. Emily, you know how, how it works. Uh, oh, Spencer, yeah. I'll, I'll let you think along the way. Uh, Emily, Thank please you. draw a number. Okay. Uh, Emily is drawing a number. Spencer, take a number. Sure. Uh, this is going to uh. determine the draft order. We're going to okay. pick a fast food place. I have drawn... The second pick in the draft. Who is first? Me. I have drawn the number one pick. Emily has drawn the number one pick, which means Spencer is number three. The good thing about three, Spencer, uh, in the first round, you get to pick two in a row. Oh, wow. Uh, Emily, let us start with you. You're on the clock with your first pick in the fast food recruitment. Okay. Uh, Well, in terms of my personal favorite, this is not specifically that, but there have been so many documentaries about it, and they paved the way for fast food to make you fat, which is why we're talking about CJ's fat, and it's McDonald's. McDonald's, good call. Mickey the number D's. one. That's like when you think of fast food, that's yeah, what absolutely. you think of. Yes. With the second overall pick in the draft, I'm going to take the franchise that will be the only one in existence according uh, to the laws of Demolition Man, and that is Taco Bell. Damn it. Taco Spencer, Bell, that's a good one. You're now on the clock with two picks in two the fast picks. food draft. Let me see. There's nothing. There's nothing left. All nothing. right, uh, <laughs> bits over. We're done. Uh, Bye. I'll do Burger King and Wendy's. Bur- oh, good call with Wendy's. Burger, Burger King. King I feel like could have dropped a little bit, but that's okay. Uh, that now puts the action back on me and learning from my sports co-host and Emily's co-host. I'm going to do uh, what's called a Homer thing, and I'm going to take. What a burger with my Aww, number two man. pick. Two picks in a row. Okay, I'm gonna pick a. I'm gonna pick a wild card, and I'm gonna pick Panda Express. Oh, okay, yeah, good right? call. Panda little, Express is kind wild, of a yeah. fun, fun wild card. Um, and then honestly, just because late night drunken 
somebody else is driving, of course, through the the drive through. I have to get those two for one dollar Jack in the Box tacos. Jack in the mm. Box, well done. They have churros. You can get a cheesecake. Yeah, those things slap. You have uh, taken a good one away from me. That was probably my next pick. So I'm going to go with what I've been eating lately. Uh, even brought some for Spinny. I'm going to take Dairy Queen with wow. my oh, I love third Dairy pick Queen. in the. Uh, I was about to say draft. It's not a draft. Mm. It is a recruitment. Recruitment. Yes. yes. Um, Spinny, that leaves you uh, with two picks in a row. Two more picks. Fast food restaurants. Uh, P. Terry's. Um, damn it, man. I can't think of any other place I care that much about, so I'm just going to pick Culver's. Culver's is a very Culver's good call is, as well. I Culver's love is Culver's. Culver's. Yes, I'm from Culver's, some surprise picks at the end that might uh, might actually turn your fortunes around. All right, with my final pick, uh, man, let me channel my late night drunk eating. You've already got Jack in the Box. Mm-hmm. What a burger I already have. Taco Cabana. Ooh, Taco Cabana's great. Taco Cabana, if you lived in San Marcos, you know what... No, no, I changed it. I'm not doing that. What? No, you can't change it. I, I didn't finish saying it. I didn't... Look, I didn't finish writing didn't it finish down. Writing, whatever. Okay. Arby's. I got to go with my oh, heart. Oh, well, okay. well all right. Take like that one. I got to go with but... my heart. Uh, <laughs> Emily, the final pick in our uh, fast food recruitment. Um. So if I didn't care... Um, if they if they weren't so annoying, I would have said Chick Fil A, but instead I'm not going to say them. So wow. I'm going to go with Popeyes. Nice. Oh, the only chicken place, Emily. Yeah, nobody's well chosen chicken Excellent yet. Choice. Very uh, good variety, Emily. She has McDonald's, Panda Express, Jack in the Box, Popeyes, CJ, Taco Bell, Whataburger, Dairy Queen, Arby's, Spinny, Burger King, Wendy's, P. Terry's, Culver's. Vote at the CJ Morgan at 101X. Who won today's fast food? Fast food recruitment. Welcome to Group Therapy. Today we're going to discuss uh, the plight of many Americans. A big frustration happening in our country. People seem to be united over this in their anger. It's not just you, Emily. A lot of people mad because they couldn't get Taylor Swift tickets. Uh, uh, let me quickly sum up what happened. Um, and this is Group Therapy where we're going to work through this together with all of you. Uh, apparently, a lot of people signed up for the pre-sale, which took hours in line to do a couple weeks ago. Then yesterday was the secret pre-sale. Then it took people forever waiting in the K, the queue. You have 5,000 people ahead of you, and it showed you ticking down. Then when it came their chance to buy tickets... They went to the cart, they went to purchase, and Ticketmaster crashed. Yeah. Tell us your heroic, harrowing tale. Ah, uh, yes. I feel like I lived through history um, trying to buy Taylor Swift tickets. Basically, a little bit even more backstory is you had to sign up for the pre-sale. But in order to get selected for the pre-sale, it was completely random drawing. So out of my five huh. friends that signed up for the pre-sale, only two of them Actually got Actually got in. Okay. Dang. So okay. we had two people on our team in there just to grab. All we needed was two or three tickets. Uh, we were looking for two to four tickets, actually, but three was just the secret sauce. So they go in, and they're waiting, and uh, we started at 9.30 because you can check in 30 minutes before actual... And it gets you in line. Yes, it gets you in line for the pre-sale, and the pre-sale drops at 10. So we're waiting, we're waiting. 10 o'clock happens. It's like 2,000-plus people ahead, like you said, CJ. And then we're waiting, we're waiting, we're waiting. We're all on FaceTime. We're all so excited. And we're like, oh my gosh, we're going to get Taylor Swift tickets. And then like 20 minutes goes by (laughs) and nothing is moving. Uh And we're just all awkwardly sitting on FaceTime, just quiet until somebody goes, hey, um, can we just call back whenever the line starts moving? (laughs) So then we have to hang up. And basically what happened is all of the Swifties, we crashed Ticketmaster and they had to pause the queue to go into Ticketmaster to recode. Servers were overwhelmed. Yeah, yeah. And, and just adjust uh, Ticketmaster as its platform instead just for us. So then finally we got in and it was it was a whole ordeal. But it, overall, it took us seven hours Damn. to what get time? tickets. What time now, did it start? You, you started at 9.30. Tickets. A Holy lot crap. of people didn't. And that's the problem is, number one, uh, the website crashed and people couldn't get tickets. I went to Taylor Swift's Twitter last night and found 
Nothing from her. Yeah. Still, I just now checked it. Nothing from Taylor yet, Mm -hmm. but her fans are pissed. I didn't think it was this big, but her replies on previous tweets are nothing but people complaining about this. And it's not just the problem with Ticketmaster crashing. Uh... It's a problem with our entire new ticketing system, and this affects concerts, it affects sports, because we have basically a monopoly where Live Nation, the biggest concert promoter in the world, and you know what, they put on good things. They, you're not going to have a fire fest if Live Nation's running it. They run C3 here in... Local, you know, more local stuff. ACL Fest, many ACL shows. Fest, yeah. But the problem is, is you now have the promoter and the seller in one entity, and then artists, if they want to play, they tell... Venues, you can't book non-Live Nation artists, and they tell artists you can't play at non-Live Nation venues. It's become a massive problem, and I want to take this back to a year or more ago from the John Oliver show, just kind of recapping uh, some of the problems that we're having here. And on group therapy today, we're going to have to try to fix it. That's our mission. Here's we're going to fix the whole system. We're going to fix okay. it. Here's John Oliver on Ticketmaster. Ticketmaster. They are the biggest player in the ticket market by far and claim they strive to put fans first and that the people we care most about are the fans. And yet, as anyone who has ever bought a ticket from them knows, that's generally not the feeling you get when dealing with them. As this YouTuber explains... If there was anything that I had as a wish for any big artist or band that comes through, whether it's K-pop, whether it's a Western artist, I don't give a if you're a magician. Any big ticket person that ever comes through and does a concert, never use Ticketmaster. Use literally anyone else. They are terrible. But that's the problem, is for these massive concerts... You have to use Ticketmaster. Yeah, it's yes. essentially a monopoly at this point. So, And, and just going through Ticketmaster is not only the frustrating thing. Emily, I told you it was a bit yesterday at the end of the day. Uh, I logged on, signed in with my PayPal, uh, had two tickets in my cart, um, and they were 300-something dollar tickets. They were very bad ones at NRG Stadium. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I looked at the fees, and two $300 tickets would have cost me over a grand. And the, the fees... Another big part of the issue here is, again, uh, the lovely John Oliver. One of the things that infuriates people the most about them, and that's the fees. They can come as a nasty surprise at the very end of a transaction and can range from the annoying to the completely bad We found a ticket to a 2019 Kids Pop concert with fees that amounted to 75% of face value. For one ticket to a Tyler the Creator show next week, the fees add an extra 78%. And the fees on a $15 ticket to a Monster Truck Rally in Houston were $16.41. That's more than the cost of the ticket itself! Now, do you blame the artists? Do you blame the Monopoly? Like, who do you blame? How do you fix this? What do you do? We'll be back with group therapy and try to solve all that. Welcome back to Group Therapy, where we are going over the frustrating world that is trying to buy tickets on Ticketmaster. Uh, My fiance dealt with this recently when it came to Blink-182. Very, very expensive. Oh, man. They're doing a stop in Dallas, Austin, and Houston. She was trying to get tickets to all of them, but the... the tickets themselves were expensive, and I get it. It's a big arena tour. You got to pay your lighting people, the riggers, the stage people, the um, hotel. The, yeah. Everything goes yes. into it. It's not. It's not cheap. So I get an artist charging a lot, but the uh, the problem comes again with the fees, the Ticketmaster, the this, the that. You did end up getting tickets, right? Yes. So you are going to Taylor Swift. Correct. And it co- do you want to say how much it cost you? Yeah, I'm trying to pull up the, the full thing real quick. Um, but individually, the tickets were at least, I believe, uh, at least $109 per person. And that's... That's not bad. Yeah. No, and you're but not I in mean, good seats, right? We're not... We're not in bad seats, but we're not in the best seats. Like, we are at a great angle, but it's high up. Yeah. Um, and so that kind of stinks. But I will say, so we bought three tickets, and three tickets, I believe, cost about, mm, it was over $400 for three tickets in total. Uh, so, yeah, the the pricing was... A lot, but that's how it is for stadium tours, unfortunately. And I guess you're willing to pay for that, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I had to do the same thing to see The weekend in Dallas. This isn't just a Taylor Swift thing. It's this an everyone an thing. Every, yeah. every single person that has to do a stadium tour, that's just how much you're going to expect to pay. And uh, John Oliver is going to bring up your favorite term from Jason Dick, the invisible hand. Oh, my gosh. Ish, kind of. 
We found a ticket for Adele selling on SeatGeek for $1,690 plus $538 in fees. And look, here is where we need to deal with an uncomfortable fact, which is the question of what that ticket is actually worth. Because an economist will tell you it is worth whatever people will pay. So if someone is willing to spend over $2,000, including fees, for an Adele ticket, that is what it's worth, as gross as that sounds. But if Adele doesn't want to charge that, there is going to be a gap between the face value of the ticket and what someone can get for it. And the whole industry is going to scramble in to exploit it. And unfortunately, live events are uniquely vulnerable to this because they are inherently rare. And that's the big problem that Ticketmaster and Live Nation said they were going to fix because forever there was the secondary market of tickets, and that's where, you know, uh, stub hubs and all these seat yeah. geeks and these different areas became yeah. such big, massive companies was reselling tickets. Um, in the early days, it wasn't as huge of a thing. But as technology and as these companies got better and better, they were able to instead go in and buy up chunks of tickets first. So they would have entire floors of servers and people dedicated just to go and logging onto these pre-sales, professional ticket buyers, where they would turn around and then mark it up. That's where it creates the problem. So Ticketmaster, Live Nation thought they were going to fix it, where instead they didn't fix it. No. They just filled mm -hmm. that gap, the gap of what you're willing to pay and the gap of what the artist wants to charge for tickets. Whereas before you had uh, scalpers, you know, determining that price. Now they just automatically themselves say, oh, we're not going to make the tickets cheaper or make this better. We're just going to make the money instead. Not the artists, yeah. but the, the ticket places. Uh, they're going to make the money. And yes, there have been examples of artists like Justin Bieber buying his own tickets and then yeah, selling them, them and stuff like that, which is not good. Uh, but at the same time, I think the discussion is like, this money's going to people that aren't performing. At least Justin's out there performing and hopefully spending that money to pay the rest of his crew, yeah, yeah. even if it doesn't feel good either. Yeah. Like, and another thing is that Taylor did. Uh, that I think is very unique is, is she stay had her quiet and not say anything. Is she had her fans only presale, and that's what this was. Is because but in it the, still didn't work in the past. Well, it it did work because the people, the thing that crashed Ticketmaster were the fans. I know, but it it, they, it wasn't the it wasn't the um, the scalpers or anything. I know, but because the scalpers are more or less out of the equation because ticket prices are so high. But the thing is, is is you're having a third party doing nothing make an ex make way too much money off these tickets instead of it going to Taylor or the venues or, or whatever like that. Instead, a big chunk is going to Ticketmaster, to Live Nation, to somewhere yeah. where it shouldn't because they're already getting a chunk. That's part of selling and distributing and booking. They're already making money off this, and now they've just found a way to make more money. How do we fix it? I don't know, John Oliver. Ah. So, what can we do? Well, Congress could inject transparency into this process by passing laws that require sites to disclose their fees up front, along with the identity of the seller on resale sites. But the truth is, much of the power here is actually in the hands of the artists. Because the biggest yeah, ones Tay -Tay. could do things to tamp down the secondary market, like uh, making their tickets non-transferable, meaning resale is restricted. Bands like Pearl Jam have experimented with this. And before their 2020 tour was postponed, they even worked with Ticketmaster to create an online marketplace where fans could sell tickets that they didn't need, but with no additional fees and not for a profit. Last thoughts, Taylor Swift, you're in the position to actually voice and do something about this, and you should. The question... Will she? I, I guess I just don't really understand what... Because, like I'm, I was trying to say, is the artist pre-sale, that was for fans only. Because she has talked about this in the past, about how they she has issues with scalpers getting access to her tickets. And she has had multiple tours where she's had fan-only pre-sales. Yes, but now it's, it's not that. the scalpers. It's the it's Ticketmaster and Live Nation that yeah. are raising the prices and taking fees. Yeah, and I mean, now that this has happened this one time, hopefully that there, there will be more... Um, I guess awareness of it. Are but you getting defensive on behalf of Taylor Swift? I'm just saying I'm nobody saying, expected any of this to happen. Mm, did they? Like, 
ta- I mean, even Ticketmaster did. Not that I'm defending Ticketmaster. I mean, they just took $400 of my money. <laughs> but And that's that's, uh, that's your not, salary for Emily. That, there's just not really, like, I don't really know how much an artist can do about it. They can Look, do everything. They, they're they, the artists. They're the ones that can say, no, I'm not going to play are, for Live Nation. I'm artists not gonna... are just the figureheads of the music industry at this She's point. bigger than that, though. Mm. Well, she has the clout, at least. But I was going to say, in defense of these individual artists, uh, if it were me, I wouldn't want to be dealing with any of this. I'd just be like, yeah, I just want to go perform shows and for the fans and do my with, art without having to think too much about it and focus on my so stuff. so many great contracts that go into great it, great responsibility. Quote Spider-Man. His uncle Ben, I think. The biggest, baddest Lego I've ever had, and I've started building it. And now it's time for the Nerd Report. I just wanted to say that that I'm a nerd. That's right. I've started building my Lego AT-AT, A-T-A-T, the Imperial All-Terrain Army Transport. Not sure what it stands for. Uh, but it is a massive Lego. Both of you have seen photos I've seen of this. I've seen it. Yep. research, it's like a little over two feet tall. It is. Oh, it's like a little puppy size. Yeah. It's bigger than my dogs oh my uh, when it's done. And I've, I've worked on some of it last night. It is heavy and uh, not uh, not without controversy because as you both know, I traded in a bunch of Lego sets I got for my birthday and Christmas over the years to acquire this nine, no it's not $900, it's like a $700 set Jeez. I think mm. so I traded in a bunch of stuff wow. to get it and I did it on a double VIP Lego rewards day so, okay. so now yeah. you can really go to Legoland, huh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, as you might have heard earlier, you uh, uh, you can't buy Legos <laughs> with Lego points. <laughs> Not they got cool. you. Um, anyhow, I want to play a fun little game because I like to do the time lapse as I'm building these. Mm-hmm. And this is by far the longest, largest set that I've uh, ever built. Um, speaking of long and large, someone made a joke on Twitter, and in case you're wondering, yes, I am going to build a dong for it after I'm done, because uh-huh. it does look like an animal with four legs. Uh-huh. Big elephant. Uh, anyhow, here's my proposition to you humans out there. You can Google it and see the average, the suggestion of how long this takes to build. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not only doing a time lapse, but I'm doing a stopwatch of how long it takes me. And again, this is you know sitting down, walking to the bathroom, walking back. It's I'm timing it in sessions. So it's not like it'll take you five days, blah, blah, blah. I need to know hours and minutes. How many hours down to the minute do you think this is going to take me to build this massive set? And uh, if you guess it correctly, I'll let you play with it. Just kidding, I won't. Uh, But uh, I'll I'll straight up get you a $50 Lego gift card to whoever gets the closest to the actual time down to the minute it takes me to build this Lego AT-AT. The size is, again, um, massive, and just part one of four took me... A long time yesterday. So again, think in hours. Think in a lot of terms. Yeah. Um, Spencer, don't spoil it. I did tell you how long it takes the average person yesterday. You can I will research not tell it any of that. if you yeah. want. Um, but now I I'm going to start. Myself. I'm going to start with you two. I want you two to make a guess of how long you think it's going to take me to build down to the minute. Because again, I'll, I'll even give you the Lego gift card if you get it right. Uh, Emily, oh, how long do you think I've it is going to take? I've never built anything with Legos, so I couldn't even tell you what the average... But you average, will be soon, right? I will be. And we'll talk about that on another nerd report. Anyhow. Um, but I... So I couldn't even begin to tell you how that works. So I'm just going to throw out a number, and you can laugh at me, because I, I genuinely have no idea. I'm going to say it's going to take you... Did you mention how many pieces there are to give her oh, a better how, yeah, how many pe- I don't think that'll help her, but no. if it's I know, around, but it's just to like give six, her as much. 6,000 pieces. 6,000 pieces. Um, okay, I'm just going to say it's going to take you 10 hours and 55 minutes. Uh, good guess, Emily, actually. Uh, Is that I, an I, okay guess? Yeah, I don't hate that at all. A lot of people were like four hours or 69 or like two weeks. Uh, Spinny, you have a little bit of inside information, but that's okay. Again, anyone can Google it. Well, luckily, yeah. I forgot all about it. So good, <laughs> good. You're like okay. me, where you just you, you just dump everything after well, after like, you know it. It's two different answers I have in my head. I'm like, I can't mm-hmm. remember which one's real or if imagined, you know, or if I had a dream last night, you yeah. know. So my vote will be 
11 hours, 50 minutes. 11 hours and 50 minutes oh, okay. for Spencer. Um, I've already started though. a build last night, and uh, I, you know, I don't want to spoil it, but I feel like I'm ahead of my projected time that I gave myself. You can vote, too, at the CJ Morgan on Twitter, on Instagram. Find the photo of the Lego. Uh, place your bet in the comments down to the hour and minute. Winner gets a $50 Lego gift card, and I'll let you see my Lego. Wow. Yeah, I know, You're right? so, so at, gracious. And, and the gift card's coming out of my Lego VIP points. I hope I could buy a gift card with those. <laughs> or you're going to go to Legoland with CJ. And get a ticket to Legoland. Yeah. Uh, uh. Anyhow, go vote. How long is it going to take me to build this at the CJ Morgan at 101X? Uh, some of the current votes online so far, uh, one hour. Okay. Wow. Okay. Uh, another Loser. person said sixty nine. Loser. Um, mm-hmm. My friend Brad commented four minutes and or four hours and twenty minutes. Oof. Four twenty. <laughs> oh, I get it. That's the mm. that's the second yeah. hour. But if you want to win a Lego gift card and play with my ATAT, you got to guess right. So there you go at the CJ Morgan. Uh, Emily's guess ten hours fifty five minutes. Spencer going a little longer, eleven hours and fifty. I'll let you know when I'm done and award some human. A gift card. Okay, now I'm nervous. The face. Wait, the mustache. The Boston. CJ Morgan. The sexiest thing a man could pull out is his Costco card. I had a roommate that got me a Costco card uh, because he could add a plus one, and I thought it was dumb at first, and then I, I discovered... The magnificence that is Costco, yeah, man, uh, mm-hmm. which is an incredible waste of time. And eventually, I put everything back and go home sad. But yes, you, you love it, dude. So why is it sexy? Um, well, I think it's sexy because it's an exclusive thing, first of all. So okay. it already makes you look cool and and <laughs> and like you're you're advanced. You're more of an adult, I feel like, if you have a Costco card because that means that you are like willing to buy things in bulk <laughs> and you're willing to like have extra stuff lying around so you as a young lady so are like oh I need someone in case the apocalypse happens that Correct. has a freezer uh, full Hello. of tortellinis oh and not only that <laughs> um, bulk corn dogs the- Yes. Oh, what? they don't have bulk things that I like they don't do bulk corn dogs and bulk like though it's all like I just joked bulk tortellini well, look, man, you can go pick up some frozen corn dogs there, and there's probably there may not be an S ton mm. of like a hundred. I don't no, think they have, but it's going to be like at least twenty. I don't yeah. think <laughs> I don't. I'm telling it's you, be like ten more than you can I get don't think they have corn dogs. Mm. Anyhow, Emily, I'm sorry. It's sexy to. Oh Costco. no, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, the only time that I've ever been to Costco in my life is when uh, our friend Momo took me because I asked her if she could take me because she has a Costco card Ooh. and she gave me the whole tour. I bought so much stuff. I brought I bought these like Pyrex bowls that have Hello Kitty on them. There's just so many cool things at Costco, and I feel like I'm missing out. But I mentioned this just because um, back uh, a couple of days ago during. The Detroit Mercy Boston College basketball game. Yeah, I remember that. On Friday, <laughs> uh, on last Friday, um, there was a clip that somebody posted on Twitter of, I guess, in the background, you know, you could see the fans interacting in the stands. Oh, they're just, there's like and a camera shot of the fans. Oh. They were doing a camera <laughs> shot of the fans dancing and singing. <laughs> yeah. And there was some guy who was standing there showing off his Costco card to this girl who looked genuinely impressed. <laughs> Like she, she mouths out, wow. wow. Yes. And she takes the card and she starts looking at it. And, and, um, you so, sure it wasn't a fake ID? No, she flips it over and it okay. says Costco yeah, on the, the back. The camera, I think, zooms in. I saw this earlier. The That's zooms great. in a little bit closer to him uh-huh. so you can see it. So you can see the Costco <laughs> card. And it's just like a five or six second clip of that happening. Yeah. But does this just harken so back funny. to the heteronormal dynamics of a relationship where man has to be the provider? And Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, sure. Yeah. I mean, if anybody Obviously. wants to provide me a Costco card, I'll go out on a date with you. No, I don't if a, care. If a lady showed me a Costco card, I'd have the same reaction. Exactly. Like, nice. And then it's like a motherly <laughs> thing about yeah. like, oh, like she has a Costco card because she's like a motherly person who's going to take care uh-huh. of me because yeah. she can get bulk band aids. So right. I can always <laughs> feel there you safe. Grateful of band aids. But Thanks. it made me think about, you know, weird niche things that would impress me and that could be. Flirting, I guess. When hmm, something that I a do, skateboard trick. Some some boys, that's what they do is their little skateboard tricks. One time, I, one time <laughs> I did have a guy take me to the skate park just to sit around and watch him Spencer at the skate park. Spencer can play the piano. Oh, so. there you go. is that your mm-hmm. your niche way of 
playing uh, I somebody. I don't play it for anyone because I don't think it's that very they heavy have to earn and it. hard. They to, have to earn it. Yeah, it's ah. very heavy and hard to move around. It is an old grand piano. I would even play it for my friends. So wow, you've yeah. got a very secret talent then. I do. I guess <laughs> I do. Yeah. I do. What's yours? I, guess. What? I never thought of it like that. Um, I guess my secret way of flirting with people is I like to. I like to play cool about the whole radio thing. I think that's my secret way of trying to impress somebody is I really genuinely don't like to date people that know that I'm on the radio, sure. but I also don't like straight up telling people that it's I'm on the radio. It's uncomfortable and it's weird. Yeah, but, you know, so, I it gets to the point where, like, if there's somebody that I really like and I want them to kind of, like, low-key listen to me uh, or something, you know, you pull the whole, like... <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I, I mean, it's not really that big of a deal. Like, I'm not like a celebrity or anything. So it's not like that. It's just, you know, yeah, this is just what I do for a living. And, I you walk know, in in the morning. I say all these things. Drive, like, so. so on my show, uh, this was half of a book. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So just kind of like, kind of a little hint of like, <laughs> hey, you should just listen. Just, just listen. And because it is really cute whenever somebody will text me and be like, oh my gosh, I'm listening to you on the radio, friend or anything else. And I'm like, no. oh, my mm. little heart gets Stop. all happy. No. Um, but I don't want you to always do that. Never. It's just a, like a, I'm thinking of you. I'm listening to you on the radio. So I thought of you today. Like, what skills have you learned doing that? And you're like, oh, well, you know, I learned how to get quiet and hide when two guys are fighting loudly in the morning. <laughs> and I learned to put up with floppy dinger fart jokes in the afternoon. Yeah. It's True. pretty easy. True. I'm just one of the boys. Okay. I'm just not like other girls. I'm one of the guys. Okay. <laughs> no. I think there's uh, only one thing, and it's not a Costco card that I could whip out, and that would no. really... Don't oh, say it. No. Don't say it. it. There's only one. <laughs> Spencer, let me do the thing, because you know sure. what it is, because I've, I've whipped it out a lot. In fact, I accidentally uh-huh. uh, whipped it out the other day. It's your Lego, uh, your Lego VIP card. <laughs> you stepped on my goddamn joke. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Ouch, ouch. I have 21,000. Well, I know the setup where we're supposed to think it's going to be the dinger. Yeah, Emily, yeah, I have yeah. 21,000 Lego VIP points, uh, 4,000 of, of which can be used to purchase two tickets to Lego World in California. Hmm? Oh, my gosh. Cool, go. You know what they can't be used to purchase? What? Goddamn Legos! <laughs> I didn't know that! That's ridiculous. Then maybe you shouldn't show somebody your Lego card because the expectation will be there. Yeah, just and, show, and it just, will, yeah. Just pull out your dinger. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, least, no. Hey, people, people love to laugh and humor, so that'll get that, that'll break the ice. And yeah, have, that's a great first date. A lot of bills going through the Texas House. You should probably pay attention. After all, these could be the laws that govern your everyday life. Uh, but we got some ones that are a little wacky, weird, and oh, cool. different, as always happens in the Texas legislature. It's interesting. Uh, some of them I'm for, some of them I'm against. Are these the important ones that you need to pay attention to? No. Uh, no oh, okay, good, no, good. No, not at all. They're fun ones. Uh, found this over at KXAN. Uh, some of them you've heard in the news like this. Can a pregnant woman drive in a high occupancy vehicle lane? As you know it, you got to have two people in it. Otherwise, sure. you'll get a ticket. Well, based and on, in, <laughs> go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say uh, this made the news in July of 2022 when a pregnant Dallas woman was pulled over for driving in the HOV lane without a passenger. She fought the citation and successfully won because she felt her unborn fetus should count as another passenger. Uh, This, of course, was right after the uh, Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe versus Wade. So, you know, she's making a a point of this. And this is now something that uh, Texas Representative Briscoe Kane out of Deer Park filed and says women should be allowed to drive in HOV lanes uh, with their unborn fetuses. I agree. However, I have a different rule for an HOV lane. I think it should be more than two people. Two people's not high-occupancy vehicle. That's two people. The point of these is to get people to work faster and less cars on the highway by people commuting together as a group. It should be three or four. Sure. Minimum three for HOV. Because two, okay. that's that, that is not special. Well, maybe they did studies and figured out that two was good enough. I don't know, man. There had to be some sort of procedure before this, I assume, or studies. But who knows? Uh, maybe not. How about this? We're not always looking into things before we make laws. No. No, we don't. <laughs> no. And there's a lot to read. I can tell you that. Uh, how about abolishing daylight savings time? Yes. A joint resolution was filed Monday. If passed, it would eliminate daylight savings time across Texas. Oh, the God. big problem with that 
Is it going to be spring forward or fall back? It really won't matter, my man, at the end of things, because you'll never have to do it again. So if we start it right now, I'm all for it. I know you're all about the what the fall back. You wanna, no, you I want, hate fall back because want... look outside. It's getting dark, and yeah. it's only 520. Yeah. I want spring Jeez. forward so it stays lighter longer uh, throughout the throughout the day. Okay. Because it's creepy when it's 7 o'clock Dude. and it feels like midnight when you get home. It's depressing. I don't like it. Uh, but it is an absolutely dumb, unneeded thing. The only problem is it will possibly create issues when it comes to adjusting your time if you're traveling to another sure. state well, or another time zone. Our Time's entire, a construct, man. Our entire yeah, That's correct. Our entire country should just accept this. Like It should be a federal thing, I think. Like Just get rid of it. All of it. Who cares? Don't need it. Don't it's want outdated. it. It's outdated. It's a dumb tradition, and a lot of people agree. And again, this is uh, seems to be a bipartisan issue that we and do not then, like. And this is after the fact that we've all gotten like smartphones that automatically change. So it's not even an issue correct. of changing the time. We're just tired of doing it. Like I'm tired of going out, and now, yeah, like you said earlier, it's it's, it's going to be dark when I leave here, man. And it that's, sucks. That's uh, Frankie. Or I, I, I was Frankie. Saying, <laughs> I was going to say frightening and spooky, and came up with an old, uh, my own word. Yeah, let's uh, let's get rid of it. Let's keep it. I'm uh, pro <laughs> spring forward. That will, of course, be the next debate. Hopefully, this won't pass until spring, and then it'll uh, it'll go on through there. So yeah, let's get rid of the dumb tradition of uh, of changing the time. Uh, next is. One called the Texas Honey Imposters. Uh, Texas Representative Ernest Bales, out of Republican out of Shepard, filed House Bill 590 that prohibits honey distributors from writing Texas honey on labels unless the product consists exclusively of honey from Texas. Oh, okay. Sure, why not? Because, again, uh, it's a little misleading, and, uh, you know, we already do certain, they're already industry trade laws in in the state that kind of prevent and do a lot of these are right. really weird and and protect uh certain entities that you know what i'm, I'm not going to get into it because uh these people have a lot of money uh big sure. big sure. beer yeah uh but yeah why not that, that doesn't seem like that big of a deal this one i love it halloween capital of north texas uh, in in salina texas there will be a bill considered to name it the halloween capital of north Texas for at least 10 years. It's a suburb of Dallas with 24,000 people. And uh, Matt Shaheen, Shaheen uh, out of Plano, says, you know what? Uh, We should be the one and only Halloween capital of North Texas. Again, just of the north part of Texas. Go for it. No, go go all out and say we're the Halloween capital of Texas. Yeah. Just say it all. Yeah. uh, Is there any other competition? You know what I mean? I'm going to say. He's like, I'm going to play it safe. We're just we're just sticking to the north region. Okay. We don't want to get you know don't want to get too big. Don't want to get too. He might be a little uh, scared. Ambitious. I will say when you get into East Texas, the piney woods can be spooky. Uh, The desert of uh, Southwest Texas, Terlingua, the famous. uh, goes there. And then anything around Beaumont is just scary. It's really scary. But more just because it's Beaumont. It's just humans down there. Just scary. everything mm. in Beaumont is, is awful. Uh, there you go. You <laughs> can go to KXAN.com to check some of these out. And I urge you to follow along as the Texas legislature kicks off or continues to kick off and make sure that, uh, you know, they're not passing anything dumb like keeping fallback as the current time. It's not fun anymore. No, it was only fun, fun in college when you could stay out an extra hour when it was 2 a.m. and it rolled back to 1. Now, uh-uh, uh-uh. it's dark. I hate it. Ugh. Did you know? It's time to know things. Matt, uh, did you know a hippo skin naturally produce sunscreen? They secrete a red fluid, uh, works as an antibacterial and sunscreen against the harsh, brutal sun in Africa. So they keep themselves pretty darn cool. A lot of people, uh, did you know, uh, assume when they see it that the hippos are wounded or bleeding or something like that. But nope, just uh, keep the bugs' little bites from hurting them and uh, keep them from getting sunburns. Cool. Did you know uh, hippos are also really mean? We talked about it yesterday. Yeah, can't they? Brutal. Can't they go way faster than you think they can go and they can chase you down and eat you? I was telling Emily and Spencer that yesterday that they are – they're great runners. They're also decent climbers and jumpers apparently and – if you get attacked by like a tiger, most of the time cats they don't want something fighting back because they don't want to get they're they're efficient killers. Sure. They'll usually bite the throat, choke you, kill you, cut you. They want you dead. Um, a lot of predators are like that. Except for, isn't there something that eats you butt first? 
Yeah. Hey, point being, we don't know Tender date. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hey, five. Hey. Uh, but hippos don't have, like, sharp, protruding teeth, so they literally mash and break your bones and body, and apparently being killed by a hippo is a long, brutal, excruciating experience. Oh, like this show. Yeah. It, it, that there are three hippos in this room right now. I don't think we're very fast. Uh-oh. Did you know the IRS the IRS requires you to pay taxes on money you get illegally? If you rob a bank, sell drugs, commit credit card fraud, anything, uh, you got to pay that money. It's actually if you get caught, they will then you know the money that you've. Uh, so if you stole a hundred thousand dollars. Uh, so the, they get to steal that little bit of that money. No, essentially, the hundred thousand goes back or whatever. But you have to pay this. I do believe this because okay. I remember seeing this on one of those dumb crime shows. But you stole a hundred thousand dollars. That gets returned when you get caught. But you have to pay taxes on the hundred thousand. It doesn't come it's out still of income. The, Exactly. That's bizarre because it's, it's no wild. longer. It's not actual income if you have to give it back, right? Yes, but remember. Your ski masks and your gloves are write-offs. Oh, okay. good, good, good. Whew, good, um, good if good. they're over a certain uh, business expenses, you know, yeah. getting, right. getting you, you're hiring a safe cracker. You got to have the, yeah. the special van, the the drills to go underneath the museum. Save those, save Any money you pay to your henchmen. <laughs> so there, there you go. Well, actually, it, it, bank robbery can be profitable. Uh, did you know? You know, none of this is really good. Okay. This what? Is, That's good. What? Hey, just wrap it up then. I I'm fine learn. with that. I learned. We did a couple things. We had some fun. You okay, man? I've never seen anymore. anybody hit a wall as hard as you just Did hit you it. Did you just come across a fact that scared you or something? Are you okay? I think he probably pulled some facts and he decided that they were stupid when he looked yeah. at him, which is amazing. Hey, you know what? Can I do one last one? Yeah, d- give me a did you know. Okay. Did you know? Yeah. Uh, the band Semisonic's song, Closing Time, okay, not wait, wait, actually on, about a bar that. closing. Me, okay, so... Do we play that? Do you know? Oh, absolutely. Is that in yeah, that should okay. be in there, yeah. Look in the right. library. Um, yeah, it's actually about a kid being born. It's not um, about the bar closing. Oh, no, this, it's this not. one? At the end of the night. Yeah, that's it. Wait, that's semi- <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> semi-charm kind of life. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's about a bar? A kid yeah, going yeah, to a yeah. bar? It's about kids song? drinking in a bar. That's Closing a- time. That's a song. You remember that one. Uh, it- kids can always have a drink when you are buying for them. Yeah. That is legal in the state. There you- I learned something new today. Closing yeah. time. It's not weird that you're 25 and this girl is 17. Uh, yeah. Did you know? Legal in Texas? Uh, 25 and 17? Yeah. Not that not That's how many years you'll get for that jailbait. Cuddle your dinner instead of eating it. It's people behaving badly, but instead of rendering a verdict as to who's doing something wrong, hey, it's another day where someone is doing something good. At first, I read this article and I was like, all right, what's my bit going to be? How am I going to be angry and crap on this in a surprise of you're being bad? Because it involves turkeys and turkeys are freaky, scary looking little monsters. Yeah. But then I read the article and I was like, oh, this is actually kind of sweet. And turkeys are nimble, dumb, soft Sad little creatures, and we eat them. Should we eat them? We stuff their butts full of things. We we slaughter them and put their That's... their necks and giblets and guts in a plastic bag in the middle of their tummies. Remember to take that out when cooking. It's just sad. Now there's a place that's uh, turning it around for Thanksgiving just for you. Gentle Barn has locations across the United States, and they're inviting you to hang out with their rescue turkeys. They're introducing a special event where Spencer, you. You can cuddle a turkey. Really? You can go cuddle with a turkey. Feed them treats. I thought turkeys are like emus or geese, where they're frightening monsters that peck and bite at you. Apparently, turkeys love attention. They love to be cuddled, especially uh, female turkeys. And you know what? I'm all for it. I'm not going to reverse and turn this into a badly. I'm not going to criticize you for eating turkeys. Whatever. But if you want to cuddle one, you can do that. Here's more about Gentle Barn. The female turkeys love to cuddle and form close relationships. Our turkey specifically, we have a turkey that loves to be held and sit in your lap. So they really enjoy all of the attention. Oh, turkeys are cute. 
cute. We had a. Um, this is when I was like getting. I think it was my early on when I was college, and I moved out of my family's house. But they live out in the country. And shout out to Liberty Hale. Hell yeah, go Panthers. Um, and our neighbor, one of our neighbors, had a few turkeys at some point, and they were gotten pretty old. Not super old, but they're beyond not juvenile. Edible. And not quite edible yet, but uh, sometimes they'd wander into our yard, whatever. Cam's not a lot you can do. They're birds or winged creatures. And sometimes they'd end up just sleeping and chilling on our porch and stuff oh, like man. that. Because they needed a place to like roost and stuff like that in the evenings. And if they didn't make it back to their place on time, you know, they get a little scared. But uh, they were always kind of... Kind of chill. <laughs> I think these were the lady uh, yeah. uh, turkeys, but like they were always kind of nice, if not a little annoying at times, like audio-wise. <laughs> but they were never mean to us or chase anything around. And I can say that it's completely different than ducks or geese, you know, because yes, those guys mean. can be aggressive, male or female you. geese, goose or a gander. Uh, chickens can be a little weird too because they yeah. also can be peck at you and be aggressive, yeah. especially roosters. And chickens Most- get herpes. That's why I don't want to own them. Oh. Our coworker that has eggs all the time. Did not know um, that. So I was like, man, I've thought about getting chickens in the city, and you know, I'm just worried about cats, and I'm worried about you know them getting eaten and having to take care of them. And she's like, oh, you know, it's relatively easy once you build a good shelter and you do this, yeah. this, and that. But she's like, don't. I have to take them to the vets all the time. Uh, they can get herpes. They can get other diseases. They're always sick. She's like, it, 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 the vet problem is is really an issue, so huh. you don't want to do it. Well, I feel like a lot of people would probably argue against you if they're listening from the Hill Country, but I don't remember what it was like when my family had chickens. I was well, too I'm a, young. I'm a city boy, and they don't yeah. want me having no chickens because then I'm competing for eggs. I think my sister's got a chicken or two. They're doing fine. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know personally. My other thing, where if there is someone badly, it's you who eat pigs. How dare you? They're intelligent, wonderful, oh, cute creatures. I had a ham sandwich earlier. Dude, it's so hard because I love the ham, the bacon, but man, they are so sweet, so great. And know, it's like, man. damn it, they're, they're going to revolt against us. Now, so, boars, they go wild when they I get know. out in the country. It's different. Not good, but no. it doesn't take long for them to turn to that. Anyhow, there is a place called uh, Central Texas Pig Rescue that uh, has pigs you can go feed, cuddle, and do all that. In the meantime, if you want to cuddle uh, with a turkey, I did just see that this you would have to go to California, Missouri, or Tennessee. So, huh. no worries. Never well, mind. On You know why this is badly? <laughs> I can't go cuddle with a turkey. Nah, man. So, you are today's person behaving badly. Turkeys. He's like the store brand of funny. C.J. Morgan. On 101X. Let's start getting ready for 2023. Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. Is it weird? Is it wired? Every year. So much more. Matt Bearden's here to let us know. Uh, I was looking at this article. You know, I start to do, you start to do that end of the year audit on your own life. Yeah, no. Can, can you see the change in my... I didn't intentionally do this, but I kept it. Like, you said 2023 is almost here. Oof. And I just settled into my hand on my fist, staring blankly at Spencer's chest. You yeah, like, you like it's what about you to see? be the next year. Yeah, what have you accomplished? How are you going to attack next year? Is our company going to fold? And what do I do when I'm out of radio? Because it's been my entire identity since graduating from college. Who am I? You're at least a dad and a stand-up. I don't have anything. What that's am I, the true. Lego guy? Oh. That's true. You don't have anything. Those are investments, bro. What are you talking that's about? That's true. You can sell them off and be rich. Boy, we are really derailing. And I, I don't want to be around to anymore. Well, man. All right. uh, here's the thing. Next year is going to be your year of productivity, and I'm going to help guide you. Okay, okay? thank you. Let's Here we do go. It. All have the same numbers of minutes and hours in the day, right? So how do you get more out of your day? Um, By taking Adderall. That's one start. thing, but yeah. you can kind of hit a wall with that. Um, you end up, um, this is something I was reading about, is about hacking your wasted time, knowing w- what helps you. And um, and it's about trying to find more time. Your belt's f- hacking at your waistband because you're so fat. Hey, man, he's trying to help you, okay? Sorry, I mean, really I'll was. Show and then he just necessary. all of a sudden... Trying to distract illusions. Oh, look over here. I'm not he was sad. saying that. Hey, look. Some people go, man. I'm really upset with my life because uh, I just don't seem to have any time. I don't seem to have any any time. And they're like, unless I work harder every day, I have no time. I'm never going to have time vacation. A smart guy says, hey, all you have to do is find a way to start saving yourself, say two three minutes a day. That extra two or three minutes a day will add up to thirty minutes a week. 
suddenly you're going to buy yourself some more time. And the example they used is really pretty simple. And then from this example, you start extrapolating and finding different ways to help yourself in your life. Talking about your kitchen trash can. Uh, CJ, where are your trash bags? Uh, Under the sink. Right. So when you're done with the trash, you have to take the trash out, to walk over to the sink, open the sink, reach in there, find the box, move aside whatever's the other chemicals that are down there, maybe your bong, and uh, and now you grab the trash bag and then you take it over there. His thing was, the day you buy your trash bags, open up that box, take that roll of trash bags, throw it at the bottom of your trash can. Sure, I do that in the bathroom trashes and whatnot. It makes sense yeah. because then you got the bag right there. The problem is... Uh, if they get sticky and gooey or ants get in them, then they're all they're all gone. Nice. But the it makes thing. sense. It's little ways to be more efficient with your time. I, lo- I love this kind of stuff. He's saying, look, all you're doing is now you've you've now you have zero steps to the bags and really zero movement. He said it's not a big change. It's a tiny change. It's really only saving you a matter of seconds in your life. I love this. Uh, keep explaining it, but remind me. Let me put a pinpoint in it because I'm going to tell you my problem with this and why it doesn't work for me. But proceed. Okay. The second thing he says is, so look for a lot of those things in your life. Lots of little tiny things where you can save a few seconds every day, and it adds up to minutes. Minutes add up to hours. Hours add up to days. And secondly is the 15-minute rule, which is that every task takes you 15 minutes, right? If you're washing the dishes, if you got to take the dog for a walk, if you got to do whatever it is, it's 15 minutes. Um and then start setting that and getting used to tasks being 15 minutes. because also uh, helps you plan your day and stay organized and motivated. Well, and even think of the 15 minutes. That's only a quarter of an hour. It gives you that sort of boost. You're like, oh, man, I didn't spend that long at all. Right. But task. also, if you start thinking about 15-minute segments, anybody in this room ever had your legs fall asleep while you were on the toilet looking at Facebook or Twitter or whatever and you go, oh my God, I've been in here for 25 minutes. Yes. I'm not a, I'm an in and out kind of guy when it comes to that. But other times, like I, I have, point being, doom scrolling, spending time just whatever doing stuff you don't need to do. If you get yourself in the habit of knowing that things are 15 minutes, that like, hey, it's not a big deal. Sometimes you like to doom scroll, but if you're going to start to create a clock inside of your body that knows, oh, I've done this for 15 minutes. It's time to move on to <laughs> God, I wish the, the show was task. only 15 minutes. Yeah. The whole thing <laughs> is about Three songs it. and we're done. The whole God. thing is about getting to work smarter, not harder. I'm just putting that in your mind because maybe a lot of people are going to start thinking over the next month about, uh, you know, New Year's resolutions and what am I going to do? And mm-hmm. I'm going to try to figure some of these things out. Love it. Thank you. I'll call and, it wired. Uh, well, let's start right now. 15 minutes left and we're going home. <laughs> okay, Spencer, I did it yesterday. I went home. I started my massive Lego. That's right. And uh, created a contest out of it. We mm-hmm. brought this up earlier in the Nerd Report. And if you want to win a hundred dollar Lego gift card, that's right, I upped it Whoa, to a hundred. Oh man, if I'd known that, I would have made a better guess. Well, here's the thing: you actually did make a really good guess. Uh, I'm building the collector series ATAT. Those are the big walkers from Star Wars, uh, Empire uh, Strikes Back, um, and the you know the little snow battle thing. But this one's massive, uh, weighs uh, almost eleven grams. Uh, 25 inches high, 6,785 pieces. I started last night. I'm going to continue until I'm done. And uh, I challenge you to guess on my Twitter, Instagram, at the CJ Morgan. And I have more details at 101X.com if you want to kind of get more of a skinny, make an educated guess. Right. Uh, if you could tell me down to the hour and minutes, how many hours, how many minutes it will take me to build this. I have a little stopwatch, so when I'm taking a break or done, I'll stop the stopwatch and then resume. Okay. Uh, down Hours and minutes. If uh, the closest person, once I'm done, will announce it on air, I'll give you a 101X prize pack. Yeah, that's right. Whoa. We, got, we got new shirts. I'll throw oh. some concert tickets in there. And a $50 Lego gift card. I need some new clothes. I hope I win. <laughs> yeah, dude, we just have our black shirts as always. <laughs> Uh, funny thing, coworker was like, "Is that a Target?" I was like, "That's Target." Yeah, bitch. Um, Massimo. However, if you get it on the nose, spot on, guess the exact time it takes me. Hundred dollar Lego gift card. Nice. Yeah, I'm a generous uh, benefactor of wanting people to click on my website and sure, follow me on Twitter. Sure, sure, yeah, 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 and pay attention to you too. That's the best part. Thank you. Yeah. That's what I need. That's my uh, favorite part. You know, part. actually, it's just I feel dumb <laughs> spending this much money on this and trading it yeah. on my Christmas and. 
birthday presents for it. Oh, so I, I need a tax write-off. And if this is part of on-air content, <laughs> boom. Yeah, baby. Company credit cards. So uh, 101x.com for Not details. Hard. How long will it take me to build this thing? We'll soon find out. It's the CJ Morgan Show on KROX FM Q to Austin. 101X. 101X.